I've never played chess. I never learned how to play chess. I've, I've known how to play checkers my whole life. And about two years ago, my son, he was 11 years old at the time, he said, Dad, I've learned how to play chess and I want to play chess with you. So he had to teach me how to play chess. And man, he destroyed me. Like he was so good. He was so good because all I was doing is I was looking at the next move. I was trying to figure out what my next move was. But what my son was doing is he was looking three, four, sometimes even five moves ahead of me. And so he would just crush me. He would blister me. Okay. So, so chess is one of those games where you have to look in advance and leadership is this way. Building trust is this way. Hey, what's up, Releaders? Thanks for uh, jumping on again and uh, joining us for another episode of the Releader Podcast, uh, where we fix things we didn't break. And there are times where we fix things that we broke too. And so if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We're honored that you're joining us. If you're joining us again repetitively, thanks for being a faithful listener or viewer. Uh, Before we get started, as always, I just always want to pause and say, hey, take a quick second if you're watching this on YouTube and just scroll up and hit subscribe. Uh, so you can be notified when we uh, release new stuff. If you're on Apple or Spotify, give us a like. It really, it actually helps us more than you know when you comment and like. It helps our uh, podcast get more broadly viewed in, in, in search engines. So thanks for doing that. It's a big help to us. You can also get even more content by going to realeader.co and join a community. There's a free subscription. There's also a paid version where you can upgrade to get more content, more access to me. And so if that interests you, go to realeader.co. Okay, we're jumping in today. If you've been joining us the last couple episodes, we're in this little kind of what I would call a mini series. And if if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, you really need to push pause. Just trust me for a second. Push pause and go back and start on an episode that says that's titled Four Seeds You Need to Sow Now. Okay, it's really important because everything we're talking about launched from that episode. And so in this episode, we're, we're, we're continuing that conversation, but we're talking about four seeds that as releaders, we have a harvest that we're chasing. We have a harvest that as releaders, we wake up in a field surrounded by fruit that we didn't sow the seed for. You didn't build the building. You didn't hire the staff. You didn't create the systems. Uh, you didn't create the policies and procedures you inherited all of it, which means you're standing in a harvest that you didn't sow the seed for. So we're refocusing our attention as releaders to focus on the seeds that we that we throw on the ground, believing that it's going to create a new harvest, okay? So we've been talking about these. The first week we talked about you got to build teams. That's the number one seed. Uh, number two, you got to build trust, okay? Uh, number three, you got to build culture. And number four, you got to build yourself, okay, in that order. Uh, Last episode, we talked about building teams. If you missed it, go back and watch it. It's really important. Um, If you you, uh, are a paid subscriber, there's actually a bonus episode uh, to to the last episode. And today, we're going to talk about the second seed to throw down. It's to build trust, okay? If that sounds familiar, it's because it is. Uh, The second episode we ever did on the show was called trust. It was called uh, 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 how to build trust. Okay. So we talked about that. The first episode, I mean, sorry, the second episode, we talked about why is trust important. Okay. It's full of great content. If you haven't listened to that episode, you got to go back as part of the seed concept and listen to the second episode. 
Today, I want to talk to you about how do I do it? How do I build trust? What are some really practical ways that I can build trust? It was already released to our paid subscribers. Today, I want to re-release this to our full audience, okay? So the first episode uh, on trust was about why is it important? Why is trust important? Today, we're going to talk about how do I do it? How do I build trust? Our paid subscribers get advanced on a lot of content, okay? They get it first. So I want to pause real quick. If you're a free subscriber or you're just checking out the podcast, uh, you're going to get a lot of uh, content way quicker as a paid subscriber. So let's go. Let's dive into this for just a second. Let's go into this content. Um, the best way to build trust, okay, or how do I build trust? Let's dive right into it. So how do I start throwing this seed down? Number one, how do I build trust? <laughs> so simple. Okay, you ready for it? Ask for it. Ask for it. Um, here's what I mean by that. When I first became the lead pastor um, of Victory Church, I was so in over my head, I can't even describe to you. Um, I still don't understand, other than it being the Lord, why they picked me. Like, I had no business. All of my background was higher education. I'd been a vice president at a university. Um, I had become a campus pastor at that church, and I'd been a campus pastor for about three years when this all happened. And I'd preached maybe... I don't know, maybe five or six times in my life. I had never led, the largest team I'd ever led was probably eight to 10 people. And now I had inherited a church that had 60 staff, um, way in over my head, okay? And not to mention me taking the helm of a ship where all trust had been lost. Everyone in the organization, my predecessor, trust had been lost. There was a moral failure. No one trusted leadership, okay? And so when I took, I still remember it, it was November the 1st, 2014, I took the stage as this young, wet behind the ears, I was like 34 years old, and the very first words out of my mouth, and I didn't even realize how important they were until later, I, I said, I'm asking you to credit me trust. I went into the talk and I talked about Abraham, and I talked about how God, in the book of Genesis, it says that God credited Abraham righteousness, which means that he didn't earn it. He did not earn it. And as a re-leader, you haven't, you haven't earned trust. You've done nothing to prove that you're a great leader yet. Um, chances are you came in on the heels of really poor leadership, or you came in on the heels of really, really great leadership. Both have its challenges. If you're the successor and the leader before you was a phenomenal leader that everyone loved, everyone's looking at you side-eyed. They don't trust you. If you're coming in on the heels of a moral failure where trust has been lost, whether it was financial, whether it was relational, whatever it is, everyone is looking at you saying, I don't know if I can trust this person. Um, when you ask for it, you will be shocked at how many people give you or credit you trust. And so I simply said, I'm asking you to credit me trust. And then I said, and my commitment to you is I will work really hard to pay back this trust to you over the course of the coming years. And it, and it worked, okay? So that's, that's my encouragement to you. If you're trying to build trust, one of the first seeds you could ever throw down, whether it's with your staff, whether it's with your, your constituency, whether it's with your board, whether it's with a congregation, just ask for it. Just ask them to trust you. Okay, number two. I would encourage you um, in building trust to play chess, not checkers, all right? Play chess, 
not checkers. This is this is what I mean by that. I've never played chess. I never learned how to play chess. I've I've known how to play checkers my whole life. And about two years ago, my son, he was 11 years old at the time, he said, Dad, I've learned how to play chess and I want to play chess with you. And I said, I don't know how to play chess. So he had to teach me how to play chess. And man, he destroyed me. Like he was so good. He was so good because all I was doing is I was looking at the next move. I was trying to figure out what my next move was. But what my son was doing is he was looking three, four, sometimes even five moves ahead of me. And so he would just crush me. He would blister me, okay? So so chess is one of those games where you have to look in advance, and leadership is this way. Building trust is this way, okay? So chess, if you've ever played chess, chess is this game that sometimes can take forever, and it feels like you're making tons and tons of moves for a long time. And, and when you look at the board, it looks like this game's never going to end, but chess is one of those games where it could feel like it's going on forever. And then in one move, one move, it can be like, check. They can put you in a position in one move that the game is almost over. And so there's there's nothing, 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 nothing. Boom, checkmate. This is how trust is. This is how building trust is. And this is what I mean by that. As a releader in the game or in the journey of building trust man it's going to feel like it's nothing 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 um i was talking to a good friend of mine the other day who's just taken over a re-leadership journey as the head over a k-12 through school and she said john i just don't feel like i'm making any progress at all and if you're a re-leader you know the feeling of this you know the feeling of of going in every day, eight to five or eight to whatever you do, how many hours you're working, and coming home and feeling like you accomplish nothing, like nothing. I would encourage you to play it like chess, okay? Just just stay focused, okay? It's a marathon, not a sprint. We've talked about that in other episodes. You're going to go nothing, 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 boom, checkmate. Okay, you're going to, you're going to, you're, you don't know it, but you're building a little bit of trust every single day. A great quote. Many of you have heard it, that, that trust is gained by the spoonful and lost by the bucketful. So it's very easy to lose trust. It's very, very difficult to gain trust. And the only way to do it is to roll out of bed every day, pound the pavement, go back to the office, love the people, do what you say you're going to do over and over and over again until you begin to build trust. Whenever I was working on my dissertation for my doctorate degree, um, it just seemed so impossible. It seemed so insurmountable because I was so far away from finishing it. And my my dissertation chair told me something that really stuck with me. And it's it's so simple yet so profound. And it gave me context and how to move forward. She said, John, writing, writing a dissertation is like eating an elephant. We've all heard this analogy, right? It's like eating an elephant. If you look at the totality of the elephant, you'll never take your first bite. You just have to take a bite, okay? Wake up every day and take a bite. Building trust with your team, building trust in your organization takes so much time and it's exhausting, okay? But just take one more bite, okay? Some of you are tired because you're not seeing any progress. Let me just tell you, there is progress happening. If if I took this cup right here, you can't see it if you're listening to this. There's a cup. I'm, I'm holding a, a, a bottle that's about halfway full, okay? 
If I put one drop in this, you would never be able to tell the difference with your naked eye. But we all know, volume-wise, I added to the volume of the contents of this bottle. Trust is very similar. I could dump this bottle over and it would be gone in seconds. If I wanted to fill this up one drop at a time, it's going to take a really long time. This is how you build trust in your organization. So don't quit, okay? Just keep moving. Get up every day. Uh, I remember that um, the very first time, okay? Again, let me talk in the context of a pastor. I remember the first time that I felt like the church trusted me, okay? And I don't know why. It was just a, it was a sensation I felt. So I took the church over in November of 2014, is when I began my re-leader journey. It was the end of January 2016. Okay, so how many months is that? 14 months, whatever that is. When I took the stage for the very first time and I looked out at the crowd, at the faces of the people that remained, right? The remnant. (laughs) And I remember thinking to myself, I'm their pastor. I'm their pastor. It took a year and a half, almost a year and a half for me to really gain their trust. It, it's one step at a time, one step at a time. So don't, don't quit. Okay. Uh, if you want to move too fast, okay, let me just share this. If, if you don't have patience uh, and you want to move fast and you want to move too fast, too soon, go start a business. All right. You're not a re-leader. If, if you can't find the patience, to build trust and to get up day after day and do the hard work. Not to say it's not going to be hard, but if you can't do it, then you're you're not a re-leader. You need to go be an entrepreneur. You need to go start something, build something, grow something. Uh, this is such a key component of re-leadership. Okay, number three. Number three, if you want to build trust, allow hard questions. Allow hard questions. And I want to get real practical here. Um in my all staffs, both at the church, both at the university, whatever I'm doing, whatever we're talking about, whether I'm doing a leadership talk, whether we're talking vision, whether we're talking direction or correction, whatever, whatever we're talking about in an all staff meeting, I end all staff the same way every single time for nine years at the church so far. And for the five years that I was the, the uh, president of the King's university, I say, any questions, any questions. Now you may be thinking, well, we all say that. But I, I just let it sit. And I say, no, seriously. And it takes a while to develop a culture of this. Um, I developed a culture where people ask questions. And I would pause and I would look around and I would say, are you sure? Anybody. And I would, I, I would say, no question is off limits. Now, that's a scary thing to say as a leader. But do you have something to hide or do you not? I would say, no question is off limits. And then I would say, I may not be able to answer it depending on what your question is. But I want you to know in the culture of this organization, ask hard questions, okay? What this communicates to your constituency base is, I, I think I can trust this guy. I think I can trust this girl, right? So don't, don't shy away from it. Don't be nervous about it. Um, allow hard questions. Allow hard questions in the conference room. Allow hard questions in the boardroom. Allow hard questions at your desk, at all staff, don't be afraid. Um, it's it's a statement everyone knows. We, we quote it over and over again. But no one really cares what you know until they know how much you care, okay? This is building that culture of saying, I'm not just here to tell you what to do. I'm here to be with you and to pastor you in a sense, okay? So you build trust in this way. It's a great way to do it. Just a, a little um, option there for you, okay? Number four, um, the fastest way 
and I, I mean it, I mean this, the fastest way to gain trust is to be the first to give it, okay? If you really want to gain trust from your, from your staff, from your constituencies, from your board, whoever it is you're trying to gain their trust, the fastest way to do it is to trust them first, okay? Trust is this thing that goes both ways. And as leaders, we should be the first to engage in this. Um, uh, whenever I first became the president of TKU, right? I, so I'm, I'm not going to be leading the church on the day-to-day because I have to go down and be the president of this university. And so I met with my leadership team countless times, talking about it, strategizing, how are we going to do this? What's the system? What's the flow? Who's going to lead what meetings? Um, we had to be very, very strategic um, so that I could lead two organizations. And I remember the one of the last things I told, it was Oscar and Wade, one of the last things I told them is I said, the only thing that I don't want you to ever say in a meeting is this, let me get with John and I'll get back with you. <laughs> don't ever say that. Don't ever say, let me get with John and I'll get back with you. Now, the main reason I could say this to them is because I trusted them. I trusted them. They knew my heart. We had led together for years. They had been on my leadership team for years. We had bled together. We had sweat together. Now listen, I'm going to go back to, to another seed that we throw down. Because I had built the right team, because I had built the right team, I with confidence could say, I trust you. I trust you. And so I said, don't, don't ever say, let me get with John and I'll get back with you. I said, just make a decision. Just make a decision. If, if, you, if you know that it's a massive one, like you're not going to start plan to start a new campus without talking to me. I know that. If it's just the day-to-day of the weeds, make a decision. And if you get it wrong, we'll correct it. There's no decision you're going to make that's going to turn this church upside down, okay? I'm extending trust to them. And in doing so, I'm receiving trust back from them. So it's this, it's this thing that goes back and forth. So as leaders, we should get really used to saying these words. I trust you. Okay, I trust you. Know who you trust, and and you'll get trust back. So you ex- you're extending trust. You're saying I trust you uh, to 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 make that decision. All right. I hope that helped you. I hope that gave you some tools in your tool chest uh, to go out and be a better leader. Uh, again, subscribe, like, post, share, mention me on social media. We have a, an Instagram page. Uh, the Releader is what it's called. Uh, we have a Twitter account. Just mention us. We would love to repost. Uh, honestly, we'd love to, to know how this is blessing you. Another great way to interact with us is to go to releader.co, engage there, become a free subscriber or a paid subscriber. You can engage in both those ways. Love you guys so much. Thanks for being a part of this community. I'm learning from you. You're learning from me. What a great journey we're on together. Until next episode, go fix broke stuff. <laughs> <laughs>